welcome to Cancer Conversations. I'm your host, Erica Matthews. I am a wife, mom, and wellness coach. I understand the trauma of getting a cancer diagnosis and the intense battle a person instantly steps into. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome adversity and how activating faith plays a key role in the outcomes we want to have. Each week, I will be bringing you education and inspiration, as well as interviews with other fellow warriors. Get ready to be empowered in your faith, mindset, and your health. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, lovelies. Welcome to a new episode. I can't believe that it's episode 22 already. Oh my goodness. Well, I titled this episode, Breaking Up With Your Diagnosis and Prognosis. And first of all, I I just want to say that this, what I'm about to share is not to shame anybody. It's to help you, to give you hope, and to encourage you that the words that you speak and the language that you partner with is so, so important. And really what brought this on was, you know, I'm very connected to the cancer world and I've been hearing whether it's in different Facebook groups, TikTok, Instagram, you know, even some of my clients, I've been hearing things and I just want to be real and address them because I don't think it's helping anyone. All right. So the first thing I want to address is the fact that many are claiming and saying, my cancer. Now, those words are very powerful. And still to this day, I have never taken ownership of the cancer that they say I have. I will hear people literally talk about their cancer like it's some love affair. Now, when you say the words, my cancer, I often think of when I say my something like my child or my pet or my couch or, you know, my husband, right? It's a gift, right? It's something that I personally want to keep. Well, cancer, we don't want to keep that. So I just really want to encourage you that those words that you claim my cancer, they really do matter. And I can guarantee that you don't want what you've been given, right? So I want to encourage you to begin to use different language. Believe it or not, when I went to school to become a life coach, I learned all about the subconscious mind and how powerful our subconscious mind is. And another thing for you to know is that our cells, they respond to whatever we say. So We actually, through our words, we can empower our situation to go in the right direction or the wrong direction. So if I were you, I would not take ownership of the cancer. I would say statements like the cancer or the diagnosis instead of my cancer. That's going to be a lot better. Okay. All right. Just hear my heart on this. Okay, and let me address another issue, and this is, it really fires me up, and I don't think it's right, and it's that doctors are speaking a prognosis over people, 
And I've been hearing this manipulation coming from doctors. And it's pretty much every doctor is from the conventional world. And I'm not just saying every single doctor, but I'm hearing this a lot. That if a patient decides that they don't want to continue chemo or radiation, then the doctor decides, well, if you're not going to do my protocol that I think is best for you, then you're not going to live past a year. And that is one of the worst things that a doctor can do because that's completely disempowering the patient. And that's not speaking life. But the worst thing above that is that the patient comes into agreement with what their doctor says. So first of all, the doctor is not God, okay? And nobody knows the day or the hour that we're all going to depart from this earth. Also, the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we have to make sure that if we're going to come into agreement with a diagnosis and prognosis that the doctor is speaking over us, that the result of what they're saying is actually something that we want. And I can guarantee if you're listening to this podcast, you want to live. You want to live. You want to know how to thrive and conquer cancer. So I'm pretty sure that you don't want the result that they're speaking. So Just know that there is always another way to find your healing. And I believe, and something I pray all the time is that, God, I thank you that you're going to put someone in my path that is going to be the next piece to the puzzle in my healing journey. Now, if you've been given a prognosis, I just want you to think about how it actually might be playing out in your life. Have you actually come into agreement with it? Just think about that for a little bit, maybe even in a subtle way at all. Maybe you're giving up just slightly. Are you casual in your pursuit of your health or are you rejecting the prognosis and say, saying to yourself, I know that I'm called to live because Jesus paid the ultimate price on the cross when he died for our sins, it was also that we would be made well. Now, God is not a man that he would lie nor change his mind. And the scripture is very clear when it says that by his stripes, we are healed. Okay? He was whipped and beaten and nails pierced his hands on the cross. And he took our punishment and because of all of that, he, he wanted us to live. And I believe that healing is ours, but we do play a part. And we do have to fight for our healing. So just something to think about is ask yourself, if you've been given a prognosis at all, or even, you know, have heard a statistic about, your, about the diagnosis that they say you have, are you buying into that? Or are you saying, no, no, I'm not going to buy into that. I'm called to live. I have a long life. Healing is mine. And you're relentless in your pursuit of healing. So only you know. 
All right. So what I want to do in regards to, to this message that's just been on my heart lately is I really want to share some stories of hope with you. Okay. So recently I was watching a video and there's a woman and she was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer when she was 29 years old. But listen to this. The doctor, guess what? He didn't tell her. The doctor told her husband, but her husband didn't tell her. So guess what? She didn't not know that she couldn't heal. She just went on to live her life. And you guys, guess how old she is today? She's like 83 years old. Isn't that interesting? Okay, here's another story. So I heard about a woman who had another kind of a cancer, and I believe it was stage four. And also, she rejected the news. She said, no, I, I do not receive this prognosis. And she's alive, and it's been 25 years later. And she went on to heal. Another lady who's the mother of a friend of mine, they gave her less than a year to live. And guess what? She went on to live for 30 more years. And when she passed, she was in her 80s or her 90s, and she didn't even pass away from cancer. It was something else. Can you believe that? Here's another thing I just want to share with you all. So I've been meeting several groups of people, and what's been catching my attention is they've been given, you know, diagnoses and prognoses of, you know, a year to live or less than a year to live or you're terminal. And I think that just gets thrown around way too often. But what I love that I'm hearing from these people is they're not receiving it. They're like, no, I will not receive this. And one woman in particular, she had stage four uterine cancer and was deemed terminal. And she found a simple way to heal and started taking a product called Bloodroot. And I'm, I'm learning about that myself, so I won't, I won't share a ton of it, but she cured her cancer and she's been cancer-free for five years. Now, there's, you know, these are her words, and of course, there's no proof that that could be true, but I believe it. I truly believe it. And I, there's been a couple other people that I've met that were given a prognosis and they rejected it. So there's power in agreement. Do you see this? There's power in our beliefs. There really are such powerful things that we can be doing, but we first have to believe that healing is a mindset. If you don't believe that you're going to be healed and you're going to get through this and that cancer can be your greatest teacher, then you may not be healed. But I know that if you're listening in, you are one that believes that you will heal. It's been even documented that word curses is what, what I actually call them. But words and prognosis that doctors spoke over their patients and the patients received it as Bible. And let's say the doctor gave the patient, you know, less than three months to live or three months to live, because the patient came into agreement with the results, then it was like exactly three months. So I just really want you guys to see 
how important it is not to come into agreement and to break the agreement. If you have come into agreement with possibly a statistic or a prognosis, I mean, deal with that. That's really, really important. And know that you have the power. You have the power to renounce the prognosis. And, you know, gosh, I think about how if only doctors, like all the doctors in, in the world, if, if they didn't manipulate and control their patients so much and they empower their patients, I believe that we would truly see different results. Instead of saying, well, sorry, the chemo and the radiation and the surgery didn't work, you know, the cancer is spread and, you know, you only have three months to live. Why doesn't a doctor say, you know what? There's multiple ways to healing, and I, I'm sure that, that, in fact, I'm going to release you. I'm releasing you to find another way. I believe that, that you are meant to heal. But instead, they speak the prognosis, and they speak a death sentence over their patient, and it does not do anyone any good. Okay, so... If you've been given a diagnosis or a prognosis and you don't want it, then you need to break agreement with it and you need to renounce any prognosis and words of death spoken over you. And this is all in the Bible, you guys. So let me, before I teach you how to do that, I want to share with you. So it was a while back and my lymph nodes in my groin started swelling up a little bit. And so I went to the conventional oncologist and I, you know, said, you know, you guys, what's going on? What do you think this is? And of course, my doctor said, well, you know, it's most likely the cancer and it's, you know, and then another doctor started speaking a prognosis over me. And no joke, you guys, I stood up and I lifted my hand, like my shield of faith, right? To quench the fiery dart of the wicked one. Her words were not life-giving at all. They were speaking death over me. And I, the Bible is very clear in Ephesians 6 that we are to take our shield of faith and quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. And she does not get to tell me anything about my future. She does not get to curse me. She does not get to speak a death sentence over me. And I said, you cannot speak to me like that. I renounce what you just said, and I do not receive this in Jesus' name. And I'm not kidding, you guys. And when I said the name of Jesus, which is the most powerful name, oh, he's so powerful, I started crying. <laughs> and there was three doctors in the room. And they looked at me like, oh, dear goodness, this woman is crazy. Yeah, I am crazy. I am crazy in my faith, and I am crazy enough to believe that I am healed because Jesus already paid for my healing. So people are not going to understand, okay? But you have to be okay with being misunderstood. You have to be so convinced in your heart that you are not another statistic and that you will be healed. In fact, you should be claiming that you already are healed. 
and that you're just walking out your journey. So I just want to want to share that that's like something practical and yeah, it's, it's pretty bold <laughs> what I do, but that's okay. I don't need anybody's approval or clapping of hands or anybody to understand. This is just, it's a very personal thing, but I am highly convinced that the words that we speak and we believe are so, so powerful. Okay, so let's get into, you know, breaking up with the prognosis and really what that needs to look like for you. So if, if this is you, and again, this is no shame whatsoever, okay? We are all at different levels in our journey, in our healing journeys, and especially, you know, in our relationship with God. So it's okay. But if there is something, uh, maybe a statistic or, you know, diagnosis, prognosis, you know, what I would do if I were you, I would verbalize and take authority. I take authority over this cancer diagnosis that they say I have. And I renounce this prognosis and I break the agreement that it has over my life in Jesus' name. I do not accept this. And any word curse that has been spoken over me, I do not receive this in Jesus' name. Now, the reason you want to pray in Jesus' name is because he is all the power, okay? Now, any other God out there, they're all, unfortunately, they're not real. They're all fake and they're all made up gods. Every single God out there, there's only one true God. That's the one we all bow to one way or the other. It's either we're going to bow to him here on this earth or we're going to bow when we meet him face to face, when we stand before him. That's a whole nother subject. So we won't get into that. But I'm just telling you, it's the name of Jesus that has the authority. Okay. And so other things are, I break the assignments that the enemy has sent against me in Jesus name. I break the agreement with this plague in Jesus name. Okay. So I'm just giving you examples of how to use your authority in breaking this agreement that you might have made. And again, no shame. So we have to be people that defy the odds. We really, really do. And we have to first believe that we can, that we can defy the odds against us. Nobody has the right to speak a death sentence or a word curse or a prognosis over us unless we allow them. Okay, so let that sink in. And we cannot allow them to do that unless, again, we want the result that they're giving us, okay? Well, that is all I have for today. It's, it's been on my heart to talk about this. I'm hearing so much out there, and it literally makes me livid because it's not right, and I'm calling it out. So if you need some additional support in your life with your wellness journey, your health journey, accountability, and just other healing modalities that you're unaware of, then think about booking a wellness session with me and we will strategize and help get you thriving again. So you can go and inquire at ericamatthews.co or shoot me an email at hello at ericamatthews.co. 
So thank you so much for listening in. If you received value from this, I would love if you shared it with someone that needs some encouragement or maybe is struggling with this exact thing that we talked about. And I also would love it if you shared this on your social media because that's how I'm getting my message out. And if you do, please tag me. All right, I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the show. My prayer is that the podcast encouraged you and filled you with hope. If you loved what you heard today and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at It's Erica Matthews and join my Hope and Healing for Cancer Facebook group. Remember this, anything worth having takes work. See you next week for a new episode.